And is this a recent a recent recollection? You know, I've had it for a while and I'm in this writing group and it was like, hey, write something. And I was like, oh, I have these pieces. And I went back into this thing where I just kind of do stuff about my life so I can remember. And I Mm. saw this one and I was like, oh, and I grab it and I think it's finished. Right. But I Mm. keep going and I keep mining and I keep pushing. And I mean, literally about an hour ago is when I got to the bread and the crust stuff. So it's so much fun. Like I love I love the. I love that we get to keep growing and unearthing and we get to explore, is it hope? Is it optimism? And mm. and also we don't have to chain ourselves to one or the other and be there forever. Like that's one of the best things to me about recovery is that we say we're self-effacing and we say we want to grow and we are willing to challenge old belief systems. Mm. Um, wow, this is really um inspirational. I it's I can't help but think I remember when I first came in and I still sometimes hear, you know, uh God universe gives us things that we can handle. Um, you know that saying? Uh-huh. And it's and it's like, yeah, some things just take time to to surface. Right. You know, and I've been I think we might have spoken about dreams and I'm like, and I really recall, you know, and so I know I have them. At one point I was like, I don't dream. And they're like, no, dude, you have, you just don't remember. I was like, oh, really? Um, but like, I don't remember, but I'm slowly like, maybe it's because we spoke about them a few weeks, episodes ago or whatever, where I was like, oh, I'm slowly having like remembering dreams or knowing that I like, I'm, I'm like in that, twilight east stage mm-hmm. whatever it's called when i'm waking up where i'm like oh i've had a dream or i'm dreaming and so i'm um i'm going to put like like a dream journal and or you know we have technology today so i was just going to do like a voice memo to myself you know what i mean yeah um, i've done that i've done that where i even i think i even had chat gpt do uh a script for me for my twilight uh voice recording and make it specific to me and things that i want to achieve and my goals and do it like as i went to bed at night oh i love this they say something about your voice is what really connects yeah i i believe that i i i think i mean if I think about our disease, right, which is centered in my brain and speaks to me in my own voice <laughs> and whatever, you know, those narratives are. Um, so you have a recording that you've recorded for yourself that you play as you're sleeping? Well, the problem with me and my ADHD is that I go in spurts and stages and I go with a recording that I did it and I think I did it for two weeks and then I'm on to something new with the Huberman lab or Anne Lamont or, you know, Brene or Marianne or whatever it is. But yeah, I did it for two weeks and it was amazing. Wow, that's inspirational. I 
speaking of Marianne, who we love, I um, someone sent me a screenshot of a daily reader that apparently she wrote. And then when I Googled and Amazon did, I couldn't find it. I need to find out, but it's, it's, I don't know how many days there are in it. It just, it was listed by day. So it was like day nine and it was, it was similar to like a 24 hour a day book or one day at a time or daily reflections where it was one of those kind of, you know, where it had like a meditation, a prayer um, in it. And I was like, you know this? I feel like I remember it, but I'm wondering if it was an email, like newsletter thing she sent out. And then if not, I'm wondering if it was a book. I just can't remember. I mean, when I went on Amazon, there was a book, but it wasn't digital. And the person sent me a digital. I need to just basically get to the bottom and follow up. Um, (laughs) But I was like, huh, this is interesting. Like I literally saw it on like thriftbooks.com. Like you could buy a physical Mm. book. And I was like, huh, interesting. (laughs) Interesting. Um, okay, hope and optimism. I um I'm addicted to Simon Sinek and his A Bit of Optimism podcast. Um and I don't know, I think part of it can be also be semantics between the optimism and hope, do you think? Yeah, I mean yeah, because it to me, I was trying to say like one's in the now, like you were saying, and one's in the future, but I feel like they're both in the future. Mm. Yeah, I think they both are in the future. I think optimism was more of the belief and then uh, hope was more of the action, at least through this definition where, you know, that there's we have our own agency where the, we can impact our future, but both... I believe are still future or not necessarily dealing with now. Um, Yeah. And I, I like a lot of the, the yin and the yang, right? So before I used to believe I kind of, I kind of did the toxic positivity. I got Mm. sober and I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm always happy. And if I'm not, I just apply the steps. And if you guys think I'm angry, I'm not because like I'm doing the steps. And even though I still have a problem in my life, I promise I'm doing the steps. And I just remember getting scared to share in meetings because people would think I wasn't doing the steps if I was having a hard time. And, you know, the yin and the yang is that you have to have both. You have to have, Mm. it says we apply these principles in all of our affairs. Well, how am I supposed to apply them if everything's going grand all the time? Hmm. I've been, I've been guilty of this, this, uh, optimism, gratitude, whatever we want. You know, it's like, uh, and I got it directly from my mother, actually. You know, I remember texting her one day saying, I really miss my dog that had passed. And she replied with, they lived a great life. And in that moment, I was like, oh, yeah, mom isn't there to hold space for emotion and or experience <laughs> an emotion. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, yeah. like, and I've been just as guilty on the other side where I'm like, at least it was, it could be a lot worse. You know, where it's like, <laughs> yeah, I totally skipped the few, I, I totally skipped the feeling. We just like bypassed an actual feeling and a moment of connection and vulnerability, you know, where it's like, 
to have some perspective on this, you know, and I've done it to myself and to others. Not surprisingly. I mean, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. Um, and, yeah. you know, I think, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just think it's everyone's favorite thing to say in program is mm. it could be a lot worse. Mm. And I subscribe to that a million percent. I said it to other people. Other people said it to me. But now I'm in a place where, uh, 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 nope. Like when somebody says, I'm really having a hard time with my boss and it feels like they're abandoning me and I'm really upset. I go, that sounds really painful. Mm. Like I would probably feel upset too if I were in your position. That's so beautiful. Like that's something I'm I'm practicing and you're you're one of the people that are actually modeling that for me because it's that is foreign to me, you know. Um to reflect back feelings and or hold space for feelings uh someone else's and or my own, like that is been like my jam lately as far as like on a daily basis just like being aware of what's there you know and then acknowledging it it is addictive to mm. give somebody room to have a feeling and watch them experience validation for a feeling mm. and allowing other people to let themselves off the hook Ooh, it's addicted. It's mm -hmm. it's a new drug for me. It really is mm -hmm. like, how can I let this person who I can see right in front of me is giving themselves such a hard time. How can I say something or create a space that's going to allow them to embrace what they're feeling instead of trying to talk themselves out of it while they're trying to talk me out of it as well? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, it's so... It's it's a skill. Um, I recently heard Dr. Becky talk about that, you know, where she, you know, where the, I think it's like her whole thing is like parents want their kids to be happy and that's the issue. Uh, you know, the, the goal needs to be resi resilient children, you know, and how do I build a resilient children child versus a happy child, you know, which is fixing things for them or making them feel a certain way or not experiencing things, right? But it's, like what what you always talk about is like I just need someone to hold my hand and sit next to me. Yeah, yeah, that's one of my favorite things. I love me some Doctor Becky. <laughs> so we're at our final five, and I have a question. Yay! Who is the person who most influenced the person you are today? Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna start crying. And this answer is not formed in humility. Okay? Let's just get that <laughs> out of the way. Shocker. <laughs> it's me. Mm. It's me, people. Dude, I was in this bathroom with this girl, Michelle, at the private school, and I'd say, Michelle, can I borrow your comb? And she'd go, no. And I'd go, Michelle, I'm going to win an Oscar one day, and you're going to be sitting here going, I really wish I would have let Misty my comb. And you're going to be feeling really bad about it. So, Michelle, I'm going to ask you again, can I borrow your comb? She's like, sure. She'd give me your comb. I was like, thanks, Michelle. I'm going to thank you at the Oscars. 
<laughs> I would. I walked myself down the aisle. When I got married, I walked myself down the aisle. I did not have a dad. My mom didn't even show up at my wedding. She was alive, mm. but she didn't make the trip, and uh, which was fine. She would have been in every single frame of every single picture and video. Anyways, and then I remember when Snoop Dogg accepted his speech and was like, the person I want to thank most is me. And I was like, that's my line, Snoop. Yeah. You're stealing my line. But really, there's some type of resilience, and I guess it's a higher self, it's a higher power, but there's something innately in me that all the times with all the chaos and kidnapping and uh, neglect, there's something innate within me that has said, I'm going to get sober and do this deal. And yeah, long answer. How about you, Sam? I don't know. I'm having, I guess if I think about this question, honestly, I, I don't know. I mean, is it a person or persons? The thing that's coming to me right now mm -hmm. is, you know, I think it's like the trials and tribulations have actually shaped me into mm -hmm. me and have had the most impact, right? So for me, the, the big blips on the thing are perfectionist mom, um, extra, you know, uh, uh, father having affairs and then the bullies like I think those I are the three play. big things right like you know uh, and the way that it impacts me is like I, I am more compassionate um, I'm more inclusive you know um, and um, um, more like a, a better listener because of all of it you know um I just think back to this other meeting I was in and there was a, a guy that said he had one day and um, I just, I remember being a newcomer and no, like me say, saying my day count and then people saying like newcomers are the most important person and then no one came oh, up to me and I saw him with his hands in his pocket in the back corner, huge meeting, 150 people, no one was going over. I made like a beeline and I was like, welcome, you know, like, oh. Yeah, so I think it's like those, like the difficulties have ultimately led to me, shaping me to become that person that I'm supposed to be. Mm, that's so beautiful. And you know, that's my favorite part. We, The episode is hope and optimism. Mm. You know, and it's like, yes, that is the part that the contrast is where we even know what hope and optimism are. Is the in the contrast? Oh, thanks, Misty. Thanks, Sam. I love you. Love you too. Bitches, y'all go call your sponsors. Call your sponsor. Call your Send us an email with comments, questions, or concerns. BCY sponsor at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate five stars.